Well, in Your Money Today, we're going to take a deep dive into the jewellery sector and whether the pandemic and harsher economic times have changed what people are investing in. Carolyn Wright is with us. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning, James. I am joined by an expert in the field. She is Narcisa Ferez, creative director and founder of Narcisa Ferez Fine Jewellery. Thanks for joining us this morning. Good morning and thank you for having me in the show. So you just told me that Hong Kong held its first jewellery fair in four years recently. How big? a deal was that for the business? It was really wonderful to see everything coming back. There were buyers from abroad, from all over the world. It was exactly like the next day when mask went off. It was beautiful to see everybody out and about enjoying and the industry coming back quite strongly, I would say. Right. Well, that is good to hear that it's healthy. But what are the biggest trends you saw being discussed at events like that? What's changing? Now, you were talking a little bit about lab-grown diamonds to me. Yes. Well, lab-growns, they've been around for a long time. But particularly this year, there was a lot of interest from different manufacturers of lab-growns. And not necessarily for a jewellery industry, but apparently they start, well, they were used as well before, but more and more usage will be in uh, semiconductors. So it's all very much actually not jewellery at all, but there's a lot of interest going on. And it, who who's growing these diamonds? What companies are oh, involved? There are companies around the world. They are manufactured lab-grown diamonds in India, in China, Canada, US, Russia, certain European countries as well. Um, having the equipment, the machinery, it's actually the most difficult part. After that, creating lab-growns, you know, depends on each. It's technology. At the end of the day, it's technology. And there's massive demand for them, I assume, because demand for semiconductor chips is is crazy also. Well, this will be the new application, actually, new use of lab-grown diamonds. So far, people were trying to make them as an alternative, a cheaper alternative for natural diamonds for jewellery industry. I don't think that worked so well, aside from US market. Um, but who knows? Future is there. Is that because uh, people who purchase jewellery would prefer a mined diamond to a lab-grown diamond? Well, natural diamonds are natural diamonds. Obviously, they've been there for billions of years. Lab-grown diamond is technology and also resale value. The moment you buy a lab-grown and you walk out of the store, is literally zero. So I wouldn't even say that they are any kind of competition for natural diamonds. I think we talk about two different things. We talk about technology and there will always be somebody bigger, better than you. So every six months or so, somebody will come with another bigger stone. No inclusions for who knows what else. There is a market for lab-grown diamonds, don't take me wrong, for sure. But there will be probably competitors for something like Pandora or other accessories brands, not direct competitors to natural diamonds. Okay, so that brings me on to what are some of the most interesting sort of trends you're seeing in the sector in terms of investment in jewellery. What are people who are keen investors in jewellery actually going out to purchase? Actually, during the past four years, I think was one of the best time for very fine jewellery and rare diamonds. Um, A lot of investors, they try to diversify the portfolio, investing in um, mostly colored diamonds were very large stones and the value definitely went up quite a lot. If you look actually in the past 10 years, maybe not so much regular diamonds, you know, there's diamond exchange, the prices are up or they are published, um, maybe about 33, 34%. But if you look a little bit like from 1960s, they went up 700%. So diamonds are still a very good investment, but you need to know what you're buying. Uh, so what, what, how do you know what you're buying? What do you need to know? 
Well, there are a few ways. Like, for example, if you're a fund and you're looking like you, you just want to diversify a portfolio, you're looking maybe at 10% of your portfolio, say, investments in gold and diamonds. Normally, you will choose something that is easy to sell if you need quick cash later. And then you'll choose a little bit, like a few percent of it in very rare stone that take time to move. But the increase in value, it's extremely large. You can have a pink diamond or a red diamond, a blue diamond or a green diamond. Everything goes up for sure because there are not so many on the market. There are very few. So actually, it's a diversified portfolio within that market itself. Absolutely. <laughs> so how about the impact of more cautious economic times? You know, we're hearing about rampant inflation, interest rates on the rise. Is, is jewellery holding its price and expected to continue that upward trend that you're talking about here? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Actually, exactly. This is the reason why people should have part of their portfolio in jewellery. There's inflation everywhere. So this is exactly, I would say, one of the ways to make sure that it will not hit you so hard, whether you're in financial institution or whether you're a collector or family office. So actually, it's an interesting and safe investment for the future. Yes, it's a mobile asset. Yes, it cannot be destroyed, even if there's a fire or so. Diamonds will still last over there. And it's easy to transport from one country to another. It's easy to ship doesn't lose value like a piece of art, for example, if something happens, doesn't get damaged. So there are a lot of positive aspects, I would say, as an investment class. Oh, very interesting. Now, talking more about crafted pieces of jewellery rather than precious uh, gems and stones themselves. How did people's choices change during the pandemic? You know, we heard a lot about choices of clothing changing, that people went a lot more kind of casual. They weren't buying the, the going out clothes or the, the work clothes. Did you see kind of a similar change in, in, in jewellery? And is that reverting now? Yes, yes, there is definitely a change. Now, there I see two big changes. One of them is people are more interested in sustainability. And for me, that's a very big deal because I co-founded in Japan um, Institute on Sustainability. And I'm really, really keen on seeing the whole industry because people think of mining not being sustainable or lab-grown diamonds being more sustainable, which I don't think is true because they use more energy than actually mining the natural ones. So it's a little bit of misconception right there. So sustainability is the first thing. Also, I always tell my clients, for example, if you have a big stone, if you have jewelry already, why don't you redesign and give them a second life and wear them again. You have, you know, gold from your parents, like family heirlooms, that if you feel that you just keep them in a safe, just instead of going and purchasing new stuff, why don't we just redesign and use them? Oh, wow. Or make something different for your children to pass on to the next generation. So, so reuse and recycle Absolutely. is even a thing. Even <laughs> in this industry, and yes, even in jewelry. And uh, always, uh, for me, again, very, very important is that all the stones I'm working with, they all come with Kimberley reports. They all are there to United Nations, so they're always conflict-free diamonds, clean diamonds. So that's something I was going to ask you about. Traceability is surely a, a, a big deal. And is that the gold standard, this Kimberley Absolutely. report? Absolutely, yes. Okay, yes. so that's what people need to be kind of looking for. So let's move forward. And what do you think the next big thing will be? What will everybody want to be getting involved in where jewellery is concerned? Well, it depends from um, commercial point of view, from design point of view. <laughs> Which yeah, one? yeah, no, I would, I would love to hear your opinion on both sides of things. Yeah, a commercial point of view and from an investment point of view. 
Uh, from investment point of view, I think will be the same trend as before. Large stone, very rare stone, and unique pieces of jewelry. Also, antique pieces are coming back again. I mean, yes, if you look at auction houses, you see a lot of the big brands coming back into the market. Some of the royal families are selling some of the pieces as well. So this aspect is quite interesting. What is happening new somehow is the consumer, how it's changed during this past four years. You know, it used to be like these brands will come with a collection, be this is a collection, come and purchase, everybody will have the same bracelet, the same earrings, the same ring, because this is the trend this year. Everything has changed. Couture took over. Every client, if they can afford something that expensive, they want to be unique. And more and more I see with my private clients, for example, they want to have a say in the design. They want something super cultural that connects them either with um, their family's ancestry or could be even mythology where it could be like different buildings where certain flower it's, it's quite amazing to see how diverse everything got how how different it is and they are so proud when when they tell other people this represents me it's done for me and i'm the only person in the world having it i think a lot of the luxury brands you don't think of that so it's all about being personal uh, and, and getting something made very specifically for you rather than picking a piece out of a collection that exists already. Exactly, yes. Fascinating, fascinating. I, I, I think it's a, a something I'd not learned about an awful lot before the, the jewellery sector. So I'd like to thank you for coming in to see us this morning. This is uh, Narcisa Ferez. She's the creative director and founder of Narcisa Ferez Fine Jewellery.